1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news
3: 98 7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Monday, January 16th, the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr. federal holiday. Looks like a pretty nice day coming up. We'll have our full weather forecast on the way in just a few minutes. One person in critical condition. This after a shooting inside a downtown convenience store early yesterday morning before 1.30 in the morning. At the Jump Start at Broadway and Murdoch downtown, police officers arrived, found a store employee giving first aid to the 28-year-old male suspect who had two gunshot wounds to the upper body. That suspect hospitalized and is expected to survive. The suspect did undergo surgery and is in stable condition. Investigators believe the suspect was asked to leave the store and refused. After an argument, the suspect attacked two employees. One of them was armed and shot the man. Wichita police have arrested a 15-year-old boy on one count of second-degree murder and criminal possession of a firearm by a juvenile.
4: The charges stem from a shooting Friday night that fatally wounded 16-year-old Saquari Smith of Wichita. Officers were called to the scene in the 2200 block of South Millwood around 8.30 p.m. They found Smith inside the home with a single gunshot wound to his upper body. He was transported to a local hospital where he died. Police say Smith was hanging out inside the home with the suspect who was recklessly manipulating a firearm when a single shot was fired, striking Smith. The suspect called 911 and reported the incident. The case will be presented to the Sedgwick County District Attorney's Office. The investigation is ongoing. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
3: It's that time of year. World leaders converge on a small town in Switzerland, 5,000 feet above sea level. However, this year's World Economic Forum in Davos is lacking some star power.
4: On January 9th, the news of the classified documents found in early November breaks. On the 11th, one more 52 heads
5: of president. state or government will be there. 1,500 business leaders are on the guest list. And Queen Maxima of the Netherlands will lend the event some royal sparkle. But President Joe Biden is giving it a pass. President Xi of China and Putin of Russia are staying at home too. In fact, the only G7 leader in attendance will be Chancellor Olaf Scholz of Germany. But talks will be intense with global recession, the big worry. Hundreds of climate change activists will be on hand to remind delegates that money alone can't make the world go round. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. In
3: observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day holiday, some city of Wichita facilities will be closed. Wichita City Hall is closed today as are all neighborhood resource centers, transit administrative offices, Wichita Public Library locations, park and recreation administration offices, and recreation centers. Also, Botanica, the Wichita Art Museum, Great Plains Nature Center, Environmental Health Office, and the Water Center are closed as well. There will be no Wichita transit nor paratransit service today. Sedgwick County offices are closed today as well in observance of the holiday. However, the Animal Shelter, City Arts, Riverside Tennis Center, Brooks Landfill, Golf courses and Watson Park will be open today, holding regular hours on this Monday. Much is still to be learned about the classified documents found in President Biden's home in Delaware.
4: On January 9th, the news of the classified documents found in early November breaks. On the 11th, one more document is found at the president's Wilmington home by his personal lawyers. White House lawyer Richard Sauber then finds five more documents there on January 12th. Two days later, reveals that there were more documents found on Thursday. Democrats are coming to terms with the most politically and ethically troubling situation. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced last week that Robert Hur has been announced to a, a special counsel to investigate the documents. Democrats did applaud that the classified documents dating back to President Biden's time as vice president were handed over to the National Archives. But Republicans are struggling to understand why this action took so long to come out.
3: And that's Fox's Alexandria Hoff with that report. U.S. Senator from Kansas Jerry Moran was in Wichita recently hosting Micron Technology at Wichita State. The company produces semiconductor chips powering computers, cars, phones, and more. Senior Vice President April Arnzen says the new partnership could bring more research and commercial opportunities to the air capital.
2: We're excited about the opportunity ahead of us um, to really rewrite semiconductor history in America. And we're excited to partner with you, Senator Moran, and your, your team, your incredible team here to do that.
3: And Senator Moran says they have the opportunity to create new jobs for students interested in STEM carriers. Today is a day of service, and a convicted mafia boss has been taken into custody overseas. Those details and more, and of course, our full weather forecast here on this federal holiday is on the way. KNSS News Time, 605. 610 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Monday, January 16th. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And while for some it's a day off work, others hope it's a day of service.
2: The King Center in
1: Atlanta, run by Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter, Bernice, kicked off MLK Day events last week with their beloved Community Global Summit. King said she wants all people, regardless of ideological beliefs, to participate in this day.
6: We are part of a world, and we've got to figure out how to coexist, how to live together, how to regard, respect and understand one another, even if we don't agree with one another.
1: In Boston, they're unveiling a statue called the Embrace. It symbolizes the hug King shared with his wife after winning the Nobel Peace Prize. In New York, there will be a policy forum on justice. And in L.A., this year's theme for the annual Kingdom Day Parade is making America the last best hope of the world. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
3: A convicted mafia boss, the most wanted man in Italy, has been arrested after three
5: decades on the run. Matteo Messina Denaro was Italy's number one fugitive. Convicted in his absence of dozens of murders, he now faces multiple life sentences. Among his crimes, two bombings in Sicily that killed top anti mafia prosecutors and the murder of a mafia defector's son strangled and dissolved in a vat of acid. Messina Denaro was arrested at a private medical clinic in the town of Palermo in Sicily. A photo shows him sitting in a police van wearing his trademark tinted glasses. His years on the lam finally brought to an end. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. It's 6.12
3: with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And, of course, all morning long we'll keep you updated on traffic conditions and Jad Chambers will handle those duties. Yes, and right now we've got a stalled-out vehicle. This is uh, at the eastbound Kellogg at the ramp to I-135, so watch for a slowdown there as volumes are picking up. However, right now, as far as traffic volumes are concerned, I'm just not really seeing anything that heavy out there at the moment. Uh, I imagine volumes will uh, get a little heavier later on. However, right now, things looking pretty good as far as traffic conditions are concerned. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And a look at our weather forecast here on this federal holiday. We begin the work week here. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky, fairly mild here across south-central Kansas this morning. We can expect to be sunny and breezy
4: throughout the day. Cooler and drier air coming in, but temperatures still running well above average with a high 59. Clear and colder overnight, terrible 34. Another cold front moves through tomorrow with a high 54, with rain moving in late Tuesday night. I'm KNSS
3: meteorologist the Holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a partly cloudy sky, a breeze out of the west. It is 42 degrees here on this Monday morning. King Federal Holiday. Six coming up on 6:14 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. The star of the film Elvis says his heart is completely shattered after hearing about the death of Lisa Marie Presley. Mm. Austin Butler says he was lucky enough to hear. Her to be near Presley during the making of the film, and he will cherish the quiet moments they shared. The director of Elvis, Baz Luhrmann, writes on Instagram, the cast and crew felt the privilege of Lisa Marie's kind embrace. The American Film Institute Awards opened Friday as a ceremony with a moment of silence for Presley. Of course, he passed away last week, Thursday, at the age of 54. Bono, The Edge, David Letterman are going to explore Dublin, Ireland together. It's a new documentary special. It's called Bono and The Edge, a Sort of Homecoming with David Letterman. David Letterman's first visit ever to Dublin. It will also highlight a concert with Bono, The Edge, and others. It'll premiere on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th on Disney+. Plus. That's the same day U2 is going to release Songs of Surrender, an album with 40 reimagined U2 songs. Ah, I see. Reimagining. Whatever that means. Well, what that means is we want a little bit more money, so we... Remix a couple of our songs a little bit, make them slightly different here and there, and boom. That's exactly what that means. Cash. Yep, yep. (laughs) SOS by SZA is now in a fifth week in the top spot of the Billboard 200 Albums Chart. Another 125,000 units last week. Midnight's by Taylor Swift is number two on the list. Her Loss by Drake and 21 Savage is number four on the list. There you go. There you go. Top songs of the week. Okay, then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even name three and five because I'd never heard of any of them. Uh, ratings for the National Football League regular season games, 3% down from last season. However, ratings of the Chiefs here on KNSS Radio are up 88%. I'm just making that up. I just assume we have huge ratings. Oh, yeah. For the Chiefs. Yeah. And we'll talk about the, their next game coming up. They're going to play Saturday afternoon. Uh, Part of that that problem is uh, Thursday night football moving from network TV to streaming only on Amazon Prime Video. So I think a lot of people bailed out on the Thursday night stuff since it wasn't on regular TV anyway. The NFL says 185 million fans watched a game at some point during the regular season. The most watched games were the ones on Thanksgiving.
4: Well, yeah.
3: Giants-Cowboys, 42 million viewers that day. Bills-Lions, 32 million people watching. On Thanksgiving. It's still a ratings whopper for the NFL to play those games on Thanksgiving. They they generally are, yes. As we mentioned earlier, uh, the American Film Institute held a moment of silence for Lisa Marie Presley on Friday at its big event. Uh, Among the films honored at ceremony outside uh, Los Angeles was the Elvis movie Elvis. Lisa Marie died Thursday. Uh, The event also honored the films uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Fablemans. Top Gun Maverick, it also honored 10 television shows, including Better Call Saul and yep. The White Lotus, among yep. others. There you go. The American Film Institute. Frankie Muniz, remember him, the kid from Malcolm in the Middle? Yes, He's yes. devoting himself now full-time to becoming a race car driver. That's correct. Yep. He will start in the Arca Menards Series, a low-level feeder series for NASCAR. His first stock car race will be at Daytona in, in about a month. Muniz told reporters he's not there on a fluke, nor publicity. He says it's something he's wanted to do his whole life. He says at age 37, he's kind of old to be a rookie, but that motivated him. Take advantage of the opportunity now that he has it. Yeah, it ought to be interesting. I I actually saw something about this, and it's something he's been doing for a little while now and has just kind of gotten to the point where he he thinks he can really get into it. So we'll see. Frankie Muniz, the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. It's six eighteen with Steve and Ted here on KNSS, and let's take a look at what's going on in sports. National Football League playoffs. Most of the playoffs in the first round are played over the weekend. Still got one more game to go in the AFC. All the home teams won their games, so no no uh, reshuffling of the seedings. Everything held for the first top four teams. So the Chiefs now know their opponent. That's what the end of this is the Kansas City Chiefs will be hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars that game will be at three thirty Saturday afternoon and of course it'll be live right here on KNSS the Chiefs have won five in a row the Jacksonville has won six in a row these teams did meet two months ago at Arrowhead Stadium the Chiefs got a big early lead and ended up winning that game 27 17 now they'll rematch in the conference semifinals in the playoffs Saturday afternoon fan duel has installed the Chiefs as an eight and a half point favorite. And the cheapest ticket right now is going for about 140 bucks at Arrowhead on Saturday afternoon. Of course, you can listen live free right here on KNSS on Saturday afternoon for that. Some other, and then the any other playoff action yesterday. The Buffalo Bills won at home. They beat the Miami Dolphins 34 31. Well, I tell you what, Dolphins quarterback Skyler Thompson, the rookie from Kansas State, got the Dolphins. Almost there. Almost pulling off the upset in Buffalo. Just couldn't quite get it done yesterday afternoon. In the game you heard on 97-5 and twelve forty, KFH. Skylar Thompson got to start a playoff game. Uh, The Cincinnati Bengals won at home last night. Another game you heard on KFH. They beat the Baltimore Ravens 24-17. Starting at right, offensive tackle for the Bengals, Hakeem Adniji, former Kansas Jayhawk. He played on all 58 snaps on offense. Part of an offensive line that paved the way for a rushing touchdown on the night. The Bengals get the win, and they advance. And we have one more game in the opening round of the NFL playoffs, and that is tonight. It's in Tampa. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys. The Buccaneers do come in with a losing record into the playoffs at 8-9, but they did win their division, so they get to play at home. The Cowboys are a a 2.5-point favorite, according to FanDuel. These teams met way, way, way back in the season opener, back in early September in Dallas, and Tampa won that game 19-3. The Cowboys were terrible in that opening game. They've gone on to have a really good season. And don't forget, the Dallas Cowboys have never defeated quarterback Tom Brady. They're 0-7 all-time against Brady. And you might keep in mind as well, the Dallas Cowboys have lost eight straight road games in the playoffs. They haven't won a playoff game on the road in 30 years. (laughs) Yikes. So a couple of streaks the Cowboys would love to put an end to tonight. Should be interesting. Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Live coverage begins at 6.30 this evening, and that game is right here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. It's Wichita State Basketball Coaches Show night here on a Monday. First up, men's head coach Isaac Brown at 6 o'clock, then women's head coach Keita Adams at 7 o'clock. Those are both on 97-5 and 1240 KFH. The Shocker men are coming off back-to-back wins. Shocker women are trying to erase a four-game losing streak at the moment. Hockey, the Wichita Thunder in action last night, downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. Well, yesterday afternoon, the second place Thunder with three goals in the third period. Beat the Tulsa Oilers 6-3. Wichita also three for six on the power play, snapping a two-game losing streak. Wichita back in the win column. By the way, the ECHL All-Star Classic is taking place tonight in Norfolk, Virginia, and representing the Wichita Thunder for the Western Conference All-Stars is forward Brayden Watts. As the Wichita Thunder get to enjoy an All-Star week, and they got a win yesterday. Go into that in a good frame of mind. And a little bit of history note for you. If you're a K-State basketball fan, it was 120 years ago on this day. That K State played its first ever basketball game. The first one, first ever. It did not go well for the Wildcats. <laughs> it was in Manhattan, but uh, the visiting team was Haskell, and Haskell came in and beat K State sixty to seven. Seven. They they didn't get into double digits. No, but you got to start somewhere. That's true. That was the first ever K State basketball <laughs> game. One hundred twenty. Years ago on this day, and that's sports with Stephen Ted. It is six twenty-two with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We have traffic and weather update coming up, and how loud are you listening right now? May want to uh, tinker with the volume a little bit, says Doctor Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Doctor Gupta is coming up next. Ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS.
2: This is Stephen
0: Tad on ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS.
3: Good morning. It is six thirty-one. You are listening to ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. It is Monday, January sixteenth. The birthday of Martin Luther King Jr. Federal holiday. Currently in Wichita, it's partly cloudy and forty-two degrees. Two people have died after a house fire in Arlington, in Reno County. Fire crews from Reno County, as well as Pretty Prairie, came to the 200 block of North Broadway for structure fire late Saturday night. Crews were told that two people might still be in the home. Fire crews did make entry. They were able to locate two people who were unresponsive, got them out of the burning home. Attempts were made to revive both victims, but they were both dead on the scene. Crews were able to bring that finder under control. Within about three hours, took till about 1 a.m. Sunday, the Office of the State Fire Marshal and ATF conducted an investigation. The cause of the fire is still undetermined. It's not considered suspicious. The nation celebrates the birthday of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. today, the day following President Biden's appearance at the Civil Rights Icons Church. The
6: president stepped to the pulpit at Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta Sunday, the actual day of Dr. King's birth. He imparted a lesson he says King's life taught him.
4: We don't know where and what fate will deliver to us and when. But we do, we can do our best to seek a life of light and hope and love and, yes, truth.
6: President Biden, with his remarks, became the first sitting U.S. president to deliver a Sunday sermon at the iconic church. Gernal Scott,
5: Fox News.
3: The Kansas Department of Corrections and the KBI is investigating the death of an inmate at the El Dorado Correctional Facility.
4: 42-year-old Eric Lawrence DeLeon died unexpectedly Friday. The cause of death is pending the results of an independent autopsy. DeLeon was serving a 188-month sentence after being convicted in Ford County for aggravated robbery and criminal possession of a firearm. The KDOC says the El Dorado Correctional Facility is an all-male facility housing all custody levels with a current population of 1,832 residents. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
3: The United States military beginning a new mission, training Ukrainians to fight Russia. The project began in Germany during the weekend.
5: An update. The goal of this expanded combat training is to get a battalion of about 500 troops back on the battlefield in less than eight weeks, primed with strategic skills, better weapons and modern machinery. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, says the so-called combined arms training will be vital in helping Ukraine defend itself and reclaim its land. Until now, American efforts have focused on short-term battlefield requirements, such as how to use the vast array of Western weapons already sent to Ukraine. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
3: Kansas Representative Leo Delperdang of Wichita tells KNSS News the Republican lawmakers were the first to introduce Axe the Tax. A year ago almost that we got a letter from Derek Schmidt to all the legislators. that says when you go into the 22 session, you need to consider going after the food tax, either reduce it or eliminate it altogether. Right. And it wasn't until one or almost two months after that is when we started Axe the Food Tax. Representative Delperdang was a guest last night on the John Whitmer Show here on KNSS. Two people were killed, another injured in a crash near Benton in Butler County. That happened early last Thursday evening. A car was trying to cross US-54 and was hit by a pickup truck. Two men in the car, 35-year-old Bradley Condit of Andover and 61-year-old Ronald Condit of Wichita, died in the crash. Could offshore windmills be responsible for whales washing up on the East Coast? Lawmakers, fishermen, and activists are calling for a probe into whether offshore wind projects are killing marine life. This after a recent string of whales washed up along the New Jersey-New York coastline. One fisheries liaison telling Fox the White House's initiative to build wind farms to fight climate change could be threatening the lives of whales. Seven dead whales have washed up along the coastline in the last month. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. More proof that when you criticize people on social media, social media fires right back.
0: During the week long battle for Kevin McCarthy to win election as House Speaker, noted horror author Stephen King tweeted quote, The speakership is like that old joke. First prize is a week in Utica. Second prize is two weeks in Utica. Well, folks in the upstate New York City didn't quite like that. Utica Councilman Delvin Moody tweeted Utica is a great city. And Congressman Marcus Molinaro agreed, tweeting, Hey, man, Utica is a great city. Celeste Friend, who's running for mayor of Utica, took the most direct shot, tweeting, quote, Third prize is being forced to read insomnia cover to cover in one sitting. King has since apologized. Kevin Urefsky,
6: Fox News.
3: Seven, uh, 637 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at our weather forecast here on this Monday with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good
4: morning, Dan. Good morning. It's been a fairly mild start to the day for us, breezy overnight. And by this afternoon, we will be sunny with a high 59. Clear and colder overnight, low 34. Then clouds spread in throughout the day tomorrow or high in the mid-50s with areas of rain developing and moving in late Tuesday night and through Wednesday. I'm KNSS
3: meteorologist Dan Holliday. Currently in Wichita, partly cloudy. We have a breeze out of the west-southwest. It is 41 degrees here on this Monday morning, January 16th, birthday of Martin Luther King Jr. federal holiday. We're coming up on 638 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS, And it's time to check in and get some great information, as always, on the commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Hello, Tom.
6: Well, good morning, Ted and Jan. Well, Friday, the feeder cattle continue to slide lower with some contracts having five to six week lows yet. Friday. Now, the live cattle came back late in the session to close positive. Now, last week's daily trading volume was very good in our live cattle and feeder cattle futures. It appears the cash cattle trading volume will be on the light side and prices lower than the previous week. Lean hog futures Friday had two sided trading and closed two sided. Now, we saw on the close Friday, February, live cattle 17 cents higher at 157.72. March feeder cattle down a dollar forty at 180 and In February, lean hogs down 10 cents at 78.65. Now, the wheat, corn, and soybean futures Friday had spillover buying from last Thursday's upside. Now, despite the upside, the grain still must contend with poor export demand that we also have seen in our export numbers. Last week, the March K.C. wheat gained 12 cents. March corn gained 21 cents. March soybeans gained 35 cents for the week. Our trading is still closed in our grain markets this morning they will reopen this evening at seven o'clock following this three-day holiday weekend we have seen on the close friday the march kansas city wheat was eight and three quarters cents higher at 8.43 and three quarters march corn was four cents higher at 6.75 and march soybeans closed up nine and a quarter at 15.27 and three quarters now the outside markets are trading this morning February crude oil at the moment is down twenty three cents at seventy nine sixty three. February gold trading three dollars and eighty cents lower at nineteen hundred seventeen dollars and ninety cents. The March S and P's down twelve points at four thousand six and a quarter. The March dollar index is up nine cents at one o two o three. And March Dow Jones futures are sixty six points lower at $34,350. From a commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leftler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM.
3: Tom, could you give me some more details on what you were talking about, about the poor export demand?
6: We've had poor export demand almost this entire marketing year. The corn, depending on whether you're looking at inspections or export sales, We're running 30 to 40% behind year-to-date. Now, the wheat's only about 5% behind year-to-date, but last year's numbers were poor to begin with, so that just shows that we continue the poorness. Soybeans, they're running about 5% ahead of year-to-date, but we also know we're going to be losing more and more of our demand to the South American soybean
3: crop. So how do do we get those corn numbers turned around, or is that just uh, something we'd have to deal with?
6: It's something we're going to have to deal with at the moment. We are looking at the fact that both corn and wheat, the U.S. prices are much higher than the rest of the world, so we're not price competitive. And also in the corn market, we have seen here lately Brazil has made deals with China where they're going to provide China with more corn, so that's more business we will lose. Keep in mind, we are the largest producer
3: of corn in the world. Well, Tom, it's a federal holiday, but I appreciate the fact that you're up early and hard at work. Well, it's good to hear your
6: guys' voice again this morning, too. All right.
3: We'll let you get back to it. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Thanks, Tom. Tom. Thank you. That is the Commodities Update with Tom Leffler with Leffler Commodities every weekday morning at this time right here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. Great information from Tom. All right. Is your job recession-proof? Well, maybe that question will be answered coming up shortly because it's been posed by money tracker Don Grant. He'll be with us shortly to delve into all that. Be sure you're listening in a few minutes for Don Grant, our money tracker. King and News Time 642.
2: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher Online Shop stage... To the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And
3: 646 with Stephen Ted in the morning on 987 and 1330 KNSS. Keep it here for the money tracker with Don Grant. Now it's time for three big things. Three. Today is the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr. Federal holiday. Many federal, county, and city offices are closed today. Two a male suspect shot twice by a store employee at 1.30 in the morning yesterday at the Jumpstart gas station downtown at Murdoch and Broadway. That person who was shot hospitalized in critical condition. One sports: the Kansas City Chiefs will open up the, their playoffs, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars Saturday afternoon at Arrowhead Stadium. You can listen live to that game here on KNSS. Three big things with Stephen Ted: ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Those traffic volumes really are starting to pick up at right now, so starting to see some heavier traffic on the roadways. But the traffic conditions in Wichita today. Oh, they're all looking really good out there, so we're not really seeing any uh, big problems in traffic at the moment. Uh, the one thing I will say is we do have a stalled-out vehicle. This is eastbound on Kellogg, and it is just on the west side of the uh, uh, I-135 interchange, pretty close to that ramp. So watch out for a potential slowdown there. Traffic update, from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And to look at our weather forecast here on this federal holiday. Sunny and breezy today, a high of 59 degrees. It'll be a little bit colder tonight, low down to 34 under a clear sky. And then tomorrow, clouding up a little bit on Tuesday, a high of 54 degrees tomorrow. Might see some rain by late tomorrow night. Currently in Wichita, it is partly cloudy. We have a breeze out of the west-southwest. It is 41 degrees. We're on our way to a high today of 59 here on this Monday, 6.48 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Which states have the best commute? Wichita and Kansas usually do pretty well in this. Uh, in these Generally in these so, rankings. yes. Uh, with the most positive driving experiences, Wallet Hub compared to all 50 states, 31 key indicators of a positive commute. And the data sets uh, anything from average gasoline prices to rush hour traffic congestion to road equality. We usually do pretty good on on uh, yeah. on yeah, time. We're one of the least uh, timely commutes in the nation. doesn't take long to get places here. Okay, well, in statewide, here's your top five. North Carolina at number five. Oklahoma, our neighbor to the south, is number four on the list. Hey. Good, good commute. Ohio is number three. Georgia is number 2 and at number 1 on the list, uh Iowa, Iowa. Best commute in the nation. Best state for that is Iowa. <laughs> the bottom 5, uh where you do not want to commute, Maryland, Rhode Island, right, right. Delaware, boy, right. three uh, states clump right together there. Yep. And then uh number 49 on the list is Washington. Yeah. And uh last is Hawaii. That makes a lot of sense, too. (laughs) Bad commute in Hawaii, not the state you want to commute. Yeah. Because the place you need to to be might be on another island. Yeah, might be a little hard to get to. (laughs) Our other neighbors, of course, we said Oklahoma was number four on the list. Our other neighbors, uh, Nebraska was 15th on the list, fared pretty well. Missouri did not fare well. Forty Bottom six. Yeah, just outside the bottom five for Missouri. Yeah, not good. Kansas, we did well. We finished in the top ten. Like we said, ninth. Nice. We usually finish uh, pretty well on, on when it comes to the commute. It's, I, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I was looking at some of the breakdowns on that, and i I found one. They, they have like categories and subcategories, and under maintenance and services, one of the things that they were looking into, one of the metrics was car washes per capita. Well, we so should, we should be far and away number one. Uh, we were not. We were not number well, one on that. That's a bad there. list then. No, it, I believe it was Florida. I guess they got a lot of car washes in Florida. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we were, we were right up there. I think we were 10th or something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was funny that they listed that as a positive. Car washes per capita. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a factor. It is 651 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And let's uh, refresh everybody how the stock market fared last week.
1: Stocks finishing higher as earnings reporting season gets underway with a slew of big banks releasing their financial results, which were mostly upbeat. J.P. Morgan Chase, one of the Dow's gainers, after reporting that its profits rose 6%, boosted by rising interest rates while revenue jumped 18%. However, the bank is predicting a mild recession, and shares of Caterpillar popped after a Bank of America securities analyst turned bullish on the belief that the construction equipment maker will weather a 2023 recession better than many might expect. The Dow Winners, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, and McDonald's. The Dow Decliners, United Health Group, Johnson & Johnson, and Boeing. The Dow up 113 points. The Nasdaq up 78. S&P 500 up 16. Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
3: 651 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Is your job recession-proof? Well, let's check in and see what's going on with the money tracker, Don Grant, CFP. Hello, Don. Good morning. It seems fairly evident to many
0: economists that we're facing a recession, if you're not already in one. Now, the biggest fear of most workers is when business slows down a bit. Will they be able to keep working? If you're laid off, there are several jobs that are considered to be recession-proof, according to AARP Online. Service industry jobs are often in demand during a recession. That means restaurant servers, bakery, and kitchen workers, liquor store salespeople will probably be in demand. During a recession, consumers may cut back on vacations and bigger spending, but they can find inexpensive recreation by going out to dinner or treating themselves to a nice dessert. Liquor sales seem to be bulletproof during any economy. It may shift from Beer to champagne, but liquor sells in good times and bad. Graphic designers could be in short supply when advertising and branding firms lay off some of their workforce. A freelancer may be able to pick up some of the work that is no longer going to the big agencies. You may be able to charge a bit more than you were making for your company, but without the overhead the big firms have, and of course you probably won't have those benefits either. Auto mechanics and auto body workers, when a recession hits, car sales may be down, people will want to keep their cars that they own running, so they are more inclined to repair rather than to sell and buy a new vehicle. Education coordinators are specialists who help retrain workers who were laid off. They design training to help workers learn new skills. Many are hired by big companies that have huge layoffs. Of course, those companies want to keep their workers around and earning, so they will often help with retraining efforts. Commercial drivers could be in demand. Recessions do not dramatically reduce the demand for goods being shipped, and long haul tour bus drivers may be fully employed when people want cheaper travel options. And of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call. The number is 267 Just ask for me don grant
3: all right thank you don thanks for being with us of course money tracker don grant cfp and he'll be with us again tomorrow morning right here with Stephen ted on knss 654 with steve and ted we do have a couple of uh birthdays today we need to get to happy birthday to knss reporter rodney price rodney rodney price having a birthday today of course rodney does some Yeoman's work for us, covering Wichita City Council and Sedgwick County Commission meetings every week. Excellent. Yeah, and he's uh, of course you can see him on TV doing meteorology type things, and uh, he's just he's a hard worker and he's a good worker and a good uh, good guy to have around. So happy birthday to Rodney Price, celebrating a birthday today. Another birthday is uh, a listener and a shocker baseball legend, Spike Anderson. He's birthday today. Spike, former Wichita State catcher. Yep. And he's now in the financial planning business. Of course, he has a wonderful family that, that uh, is part of the DNA of the City of Valley Center. And the, the Andersons are good folks. And Spike celebrating a birthday today. Of course, Spike is the, uh, the only person I know of in Wichita State history that had a three-run single. A three-run single. Bases were loaded. Spike got a single, drove in three runs. Nice. You don't see that very often. The no. bases loaded, three-run single. <laughs> Spike got it done. I was there. I saw it. Yeah. Spike, I, th- I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but the last time I saw him was at that basketball game, uh, WSU versus uh, ECU. I think he was there for some sort of pre-game. Oh, yeah. He was being yeah. honored. He's he's a big wig in the uh, say-so. Yeah, exactly. Scholarship uh, outfit of Shocker Athletics. Yeah, so I saw him there. Yep. All right, happy birthday to Rodney Price and Spike Anderson, a couple of good guys. All right, it is six fifty-six with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Of course, we have a big seven o'clock hour on the way, and that does feature news, sports, business, weather, traffic, and the KSN Storm Track Three forecast with meteorologist Ron L. Williams live. That's all coming up in the seven o'clock hour. KNSS News Time six fifty-six. <music>